what is going on everyone welcome back to bloom thank you so much for tuning in to the second episode of the podcast happy to have you guys back um and before we get started with uh today's topic i kind of wanted to just say thank you to everyone that supported the last video um after posting the original episode i got tons of awesome feedback from all of you guys um i got a lot of encouraging messages a lot of people saying that they really enjoyed uh the episode and that was super awesome for me um as uh someone who puts out content and creates i think it's super cool when people resonate with whatever it is that you're doing and they enjoy the content i mean you put a lot of time and effort into um everything that you put out and it's cool to get a very positive response for the first episode so i really appreciate everyone that subscribed everyone that followed everyone that liked um on any different platform whether you followed on spotify apple podcast youtube or whatever it is we appreciate the support and i i can't thank you guys enough um and i I even got a message from my friend who was able to view the podcast all the way from Ethiopia. Shout out to Yadnai. He was able to view the podcast and he sent me a voice recording message. And like uh, Instead of a text, it was like one of those voice records. And that was super funny and just super encouraging to like see content reaching someone all the way in Ethiopia. And being able to share that with him and enjoying that was super cool. Hopefully, we'll be able to get Yad and I on this podcast soon. I can't wait to get him on here and introduce him to you guys and chat with him about various different topics. Um, He was actually a big inspiration for me wanting to do this podcast. We talked about it a lot going back and forth uh, when I was first going over the idea. But um, yeah, it was super encouraging to get his message and just to see him enjoying the podcast too. So I'm super excited to be doing this and putting out more episodes And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And one more note to anyone uh, who is working on a project or uh, debating whether they should put content out or, you know, put stuff out there. If you're nervous about it or whatever, just put it out. Just go for it, you know. And I think it's a great learning experience. And for me, I know when I first started putting out content, you know, you get super nervous. You get super excited. And still to this day, I still get super nervous and still get super excited at the same time when I'm putting out uh whatever it is because you know you put like i said you put time into it you put effort and you know you want people to enjoy it but at the end of the day you want to make it because you enjoy doing what you're doing and you know that that's a priceless feeling so for anyone who's wanting to create content or do anything just go for it put it out there enjoy that there's such a incredible feeling once you put something out there that you've worked really hard on and i think everyone who's looking to do something like that should definitely do it Uh, Whether it's making a YouTube channel or starting a hobby that they, you know, have been working on, but maybe we're nervous about it or you're just practicing it or whatever it is. Just, you know, go for it. You don't have to be professional to do something that you enjoy. So if you have something that you enjoy, I say share it with the world. You know, people always resonate with things that come from the heart and people, things that people enjoy. So I I would say go for it. Um, With that being said, that's my little spiel um, on content creating but um so for today's episode uh i kind of wanted to talk about something that i had been thinking about a lot recently and i'm realizing now that i'll probably be saying that 
at the beginning of every episode um but neither here nor there i had been thinking about this and i was actually having a conversation with my dad about this we were talking about this not too long ago but i want to start with a story to kind of let you guys know where i'm coming from um and to kind of start the story off it starts with me getting hired at the current job that i'm at now so i work at a real estate company and uh during the interview process i was talking with my now boss and the coo of the company and they were you know telling me some of the requirements that you need to be able to work for uh the brokerage that i work for right now and the main thing that they said that they were looking for is someone that is super uh friendly to people someone that is super kind and greeting and welcoming and someone that fits in with the culture they said the culture of the job was uh very friendly everyone when they whenever they see each other whether it's in passing or whatever it is, they always say hi, and they're always just super kind to each other. And they said that that was super important to uh, be a quality that their new hire has. So when they hired me on, I made a very conscious effort to to do that, to be very uh, outgoing and to be uh, kind to everyone that I saw and make sure that I was overly friendly with everyone. And I have to say, I was it was very well reciprocated. Everyone there at my job work is, is just super nice and super friendly. And they do a good job of making everyone feel very welcomed. I remember when I first got hired on, everyone was just super nice. They all were coming to meet me. And it was just a very friendly environment. And I say this story to kind of pose a question. If we as believers hold ourselves to that same standard of friendliness and kindness and warmth and welcome being welcoming to other people do we hold ourselves to that same standard that even the world does to some degree because i think as believers it's super easy to assume on ourselves that like oh you know we're nice and you know we're whatever but we don't make a conscious effort to really be go above and beyond to be kind and to be caring in fellowship and with other believers and when I was talking with my dad, um, I w- we were kind of just talking. I was like, why do we not hold ourselves to that standard? And there are times where there are, you know, places that are like my job, where sometimes it's more of a welcoming environment than some churches that I've been to. And some like Bible studies and certain Christian environments that I've been in that aren't as friendly as places such as some workplaces and other um, social uh, groups that I've been with that aren't Christian related. And I, I want to say, I uh, just to preface, I guess, I know every church is different. Every church goes has different struggles as we're all sinners and we comprise the church, which means the church is going to be full of sin and it's not going to be perfect at all. Um, and I've seen churches where the fellowship is super great and you walk in and you feel welcomed immediately and everyone's just super nice. And I've also been in churches where it's super cold. Um, and then I've been to churches where it's kind of in the middle where, you know, once you get to know people, it's a little bit better and so on and so forth. But I think as Christians, we should be, there should be a clear distinction from us and the world. And I think a big part of that starts with the way we treat each other. 
and the way that you know we treat the outside world and just showing the love of christ and how we care for people and how we talk to people um and just the social dynamics that we have even within the church just meeting people and talking to more than just the people that we're comfortable with um i think of another story that kind of happened which makes me think of this as well this happened a little while ago um i was at church um and i was kind of hanging out with my friends and it got to the point in this serm or in at the service where the christian um worship band kind of said you know greet the people around you um meet someone you've never met before so on and so forth and i'd been going to the church for a little while so i, I kind of knew most of the people so there was no one in my immediate section that i was like oh i've never met you before let me meet you um but there was this person in front of me that i hadn't talked to in a little bit but we did know each other and we've talked on occasion before so i kind of and that person turned around to look at me as well um i don't know if it was intentional or not but we did make eye contact and i went to go say hi and as soon as i kind of waved my hand and whatever to like initiate conversation they turned away real quick and like looked away and then we didn't end up talking at all and it was just super awkward (laughs) and it was like i found it kind of funny at the time i was like what is going on like why why did that just happen right now it was it was very weird but then i got to thinking and it's not the first time that stuff like that happens where i've been at church and i'm walking and i'm walking past someone that i've met that i know but we end up walking past each other like we've never met and to me that's super weird growing up with like the way my parents kind of ingrained in us is like when you see someone um and when you know them you acknowledge them and you make eye contact and like try and initiate some form of communication or contact and it was just kind of weird having that happen multiple times in an environment where we should all be so overly friendly and greeting with each other and i i'm not saying this to like make myself sound better or something i struggle with this too not being as friendly and as you know nice as i can be And I think everyone kind of struggles with that at times, but I think it's good to really think about it and to really make a proactive effort to show the love of Christ in how we communicate with each other, to have that Christian courtesy and to really stand out when it comes to us and the world and how we treat each other. Um, And that kind of brings me to my next point, which is... uh, visit being nice to visitors and people that are new to the church i remember one time when we were living in torrance california we went to this one church because we were still looking for a church we had just moved out there and we didn't know many people at all we didn't really have that many friends and we didn't go out there with like a church in mind that we wanted to go to um we had moved out there for some different reasons Uh, but we went to this church and it was super small. It was about, I want to say it's maybe 40 people, if that. Um, I just, I, I honestly don't think it was that many. Might have been like 30. But neither here nor there. We went there Sunday morning. And we were obviously new. Uh, we got like a few different looks when we walked in. And I remember when it was over, no one came up to us. And it was super brutal for two reasons. One, because it was such a small church 
and the people kind of dissipated fast and it was kind of like we were like man no one's coming up to us like who do we talk to and then the other reason it was kind of sad is because from my memory the only person that i remember coming up to us was this one younger girl who was talking to my older sister who was about probably like 16 at the time or whatever uh because there was not many young people there so i think the the girl was like excited that there might be a few kids her age joining the church but like none of the families came up to us and it was just such a cold environment and we were like okay you know what that's maybe it was a one-time thing so we'll, we'll try going to the bible study so we went to the bible study that following week and we're like maybe you know because it's a closer more intimate environment it might be a little bit better so let's try that so we went to the bible study and honestly the bible study was so much worse and it was like the bible study ended and no one talked to us there was less people so it was even more awkward for us when we were there we're like man we don't know anyone so we like tried to like you know maneuver around trying to meet some people but everyone you know just kind of started going their own way leaving joining their own groups and i was like wow this it and to be honest that's one of the reasons one of the main reasons we never attended that church again and i was like if we can't meet anyone or get involved it's super difficult to feel comfortable and to feel you know welcomed in the church and i think a lot of people have and myself included at times i've definitely done this at bible study and at church where we get this like standby mentality where the new visitor kind of introduces themselves to the group and then we all assume like oh you know someone over there is going to meet them so i don't necessarily have to go over there and introduce myself right now or you know someone else is, or the pastor is going to bring them around and introduce them to people but the problem with that is that everyone's thinking that way and then everyone kind of ends up ignoring the fact that the person's new on the on the assumption that you know oh you know someone else will meet them or someone else will greet them so i think it's super important to take it upon ourselves as christians to be welcoming to new believers in our church as it as it's gonna it's an exciting time can't even speak now it's an exciting time when uh, new visitors are looking for a church and they're considering joining and you want to show the love of christ to those people and make them feel welcome in the body and i think that's super important so i just encourage everyone myself included to to go out there and really not miss an opportunity to talk to the new visitors and really make them feel welcome and you know be set apart in that way i think kind of the last thing that i want to talk about um today in this regard is i think just having intentional conversation in fellowship I think it's super easy to get caught in the everyday life and the kind of common conversations that we have about, you know, work and college and, you know, politics and all those other things. But you can talk about those things with anyone. And not to say that you shouldn't or that you can't talk about those things because obviously those things are always going to come up. They're big parts of our life. You know, everyone's going through different stages in life, whether it's work, finals, college, whatever it is. Those are cool things to talk about. But you can talk about those things with anyone. I think the benefit of being around believers and fellowshipping with believers is talking about the things that the world can't understand and doesn't relate to. Whether it's, you know, struggles, whether it's Bible reading, whether it's, 
you know, making sure you're asking your friends and your brothers and sisters in Christ how they're doing spiritually. I think that's super important um, because those are the people that can understand it. And the biggest thing for believers in our life is our walk with Christ. That's the most important, or it should be the most important thing to all of us. So having that in common, that should be the easiest way to find commonality with anyone in the church to talk about things that are important. So I think if we knew that when we went to church, we were going to be asked by people around us, our friends and brothers and sisters in Christ, how we were doing spiritually, what we're reading in our Bibles, how we're learning and growing. If we knew we were going to be asked those questions instead of kind of just the other things that aren't necessarily spiritually related, I think it would motivate us. And I don't think we ask those questions to like catch someone slipping like, oh, you're not reading your Bible or, you know, in a malicious way. I think it's in the fact that we care about each other's souls because that's what we're supposed to be doing. Iron sharpens iron and we're supposed to be encouraging each other. So asking those questions is important and it's important to, you know, learn from each other. So I think if, like I said, if you knew you're going to be asked those questions, it would motivate us to read more, to pray more, to really focus it, to focus on what the Lord is doing in our lives at that time. Um, it would make partaking in those conversations so much easier and so much more enjoyable. Um, just talking back and forth with brothers and sisters in Christ about what you're learning, what you're doing, and, you know, how the Lord is growing you. And I'll say that's something that I've, like, really, really enjoyed as of late when I moved in with my best friend. Um, we've been friends for years. I think it's going on seven years now. Uh, we've been best friends for a while. But even though we've been friends for that long, every other day it seems like, or sometimes it feels like every day, there's like two or three hours out of that day where we're just talking and we get into really great conversation about what we're going through in our lives, the ups and downs, the struggles, the victories, and everything in between. And that is super encouraging to me, having those meaningful conversations. And there are tons of times where we have conversations about dumb stuff, whether it be video games or sports. But there's this commonality that we both have because we're both believers and it's both important to us. So we always end up falling back to these conversations that are just so enlightening and encouraging. And I always come away from those conversations feeling inspired and wanting to learn more. And that's a great feeling. And I think if we intentionally sought those conversations out on a weekly basis, on a daily basis even, because you can engage in those conversations all the time, whether it's over text or whether it's calling someone. Um, and like I said, when you're at church and you're hanging out with friends after service, before service or whatever it may be, seeking out those conversations, being intentional and making the most of your fellowship by talking about the things that the world can't relate to and the things that the world can't help you with um yeah so those are my thoughts on that and kind of in wrapping up i kind of just want to talk about some applications on how we can do that um for myself included because i'm i've been i think i've been craving that more uh just those really rich conversations about life and about growing in the lord as i've kind of matured a little bit in my walk i've just seen the importance of it 
and you know just being parts of being a part of small groups and having some older friends that have been able to impart just a lot of wisdom on me i've just really enjoyed that and i think it's a great thing that we all as believers should come to enjoy and so yeah in the application i would say you know just maybe with your friends make be the one to start that conversation whether it's asking them what they're reading or asking them you know how can they how can you be praying for them or whether it's asking them how their week has been spiritually or if there's anything that they've noticed that they've been learning or even if things to rejoice about uh victories struggles that they've beat um or just praises that the lord has like prayers that the lord has answered in their lives i think those are great ways to start those conversations and to guide them to a very rich place um also uh, going back to visitors and just meeting new people i think be proactive in seeking out people that you maybe see don't have a lot of friends or are kind of off by themselves or that you know are new be proactive in seeking those people out um you know befriend those people because you never know what where those friendships and where those relationships will go everyone comes from a different walk of life and everyone comes from a different uh you know testimony it has different spiritual gifts and different insights to impart and i think meeting those people it can be beneficial for both of you guys um and then last but not least i would say just having that christian courtesy as i kind of called it earlier where we show the love of christ in our fellowship and we show the love of christ between brothers and sisters in christ and we look set apart to the world um and just really trying to be different when the world looks at us they should see believers that are operating with just the most loving and the most kind hearts and i think the best way to do that is just to be kind to each other and to be like christ in that way um yeah, so those are kind of my thoughts on fellowship and just a few things that I've seen going from various different churches. If any of you guys have opinions or thoughts on that, please feel free to leave them in the comments below. I look forward to reading any of insights that you guys might have. Maybe you guys have shared similar experiences. Maybe you guys uh, are encouraged by this and maybe you know are excited to get back out there when this is all over and never miss an opportunity to make a difference in the church and to never make a difference, like to never miss an opportunity to make a difference in someone's life, whether it be a new visitor or even friends that you've known for a long time. So uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Again, don't forget to like and subscribe on this podcast, whether you're listening to it on Spotify, YouTube, whatever it is, make sure you guys follow for uh, hopefully weekly uploads. Uh, I'm definitely gunning for that. And then uh, don't forget to follow me on Instagram as well. All my social media will be in the description and in the comments below. Um, I'll be posting clips on there for future episodes, uh, clips of this episode, and just insights about the podcast, uh, maybe topics that we'll be talking about, guests I might be having. So just follow me on there. You'll also get to see some of my other stuff that I enjoy, whether it's photography or some magic stuff. So yeah, go follow me on Instagram. And um, I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. You guys have a good one.